0: Welcome to the Valued Adventure podcast, where we talk about exploring, building, and creating the things we want in our lives. We discuss developing mental health skills and growing our mental fitness as it touches on every aspect of our lives. We will step into uncertainty and explore the language of change. My name is Zach McCulloch, and this is The Valued Adventure.
1: Stick tock, that clock gon' get ya. So come with me now and take this Valued Adventure. Stick with the process me learning. Put on those grounds, my kings and queens, you deserve it. Yeah, take a second, take a minute. We beginning with the winner, with the middle. Instrumental every little bit. We do for the middle, coming through with the dividend. Paying out like a rental. Everybody wants the pinnacle, but this spring game ain't that simple. Gotta put that time in, gotta polish things up to shine like diamonds. Hit, pop, that clock gon' get ya. So come with me now and take this value adventure.
0: This is episode 7 of the Violet Adventure podcast Pillars of Mental Fitness Intersections part 1 uncertainty and trust This is going to be a three-part series on the pillars of mental fitness and intersections of the valued adventure. Uh, This is part one. Um, And as you already know, the adventure of life and mental fitness is one giant paradox. So we are going to step into a few paradoxes, uh, which I call the three different pillars of the valued adventure. Um, And we're going to be with that first paradox, which is uncertainty and trust, that intersection of those two. So let's start with uncertainty. Uncertainty, as defined by the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, is the quality or state of being uncertain. Uncertain is defined as not known beyond doubt and likely to change frequently, suddenly, or unexpectedly. Synonyms for uncertainty include, but are not limited to, doubt, distrust, skepticism, suspicion, paranoia, anxiety, and unbelief. Antonyms for uncertainty include, but are not limited to, certainty, confidence, trust, conviction, assurance, and surety. Okay, so that is uncertainty defined. Um, We are now going to define trust. So trust, as defined by the Merriam-Webster Dictionary, is assured reliance on the character, ability, strength, or truth of someone or something or one in which confidence is placed. Synonyms for trust include, but are not limited to, confidence, faith, commit, and confide. Antonyms for trust include, but are not limited to, uncertainty, disbelief, and doubt. Okay. So that's uncertainty and trust. We've kind of just, I wanted to go over some basic just definitions of what those are. Uh, Now to talk about this intersection of uncertainty and trust and why that's so important. I want to approach this from the way of going from the opposite intersection So we're going to go from what is the opposite of uncertainty and the opposite of trust, which as you can already see, there's already some of those are mixing together based on our definitions, but we're going to go over what these look like from a mental fitness perspective and what that looks like in our lives. So we're going to do this opposite intersection uh, exercise to kind of get a better idea of what this intersection will look like. So let's talk a little bit about certainty. The opposite of uncertainty would be certainty and our brands love certainty It feels so good to know that everything is squared away and put together just right. Wanting certainty will require us to simultaneously be running away from uncertainty to chase certainty. So being certain all the time will mean that we will have purpose. And that purpose will be solving for all the uncertainty in our lives so that we can finally be certain. And so it'll be amazing. You can spend all your time and energy focusing on solving everything that is not certain. So as you can suggest or think here, there are so many things to solve. So you'll never run out of purpose here. You're always going to have something to solve for. And so you will never not have purpose in your life. That purpose will be constantly solving problems around all the things that you hate and that you want to get certain about. And so every time that you run away from uncertainty and grasp to certainty, you will feel good. And your brain being the helpful brain that it is, will continue to help spot all the uncertainty in your life to help you solve and solve and solve and get certainty. And so because our goal is, Hey, I want to feel certain about these things. Our brain is going to say, okay, well, I'm going to find everything that's uncertain and we're going to solve for it. So you're simultaneously going to be running away from uncertainty and running towards certainty. And so, as you can see, uh, you're going to start getting pushed around a lot by your brain. Wanting this feeling of certainty all the time would mean that every other feeling or thought that is just not in line or squared away or, doesn't line up with that certainty that you're looking for is now a threat because it doesn't line up with that goal of needing that certainty. And so your brain is here to keep you safe. And like we've talked before, it's here to keep you safe and protect you. So all it's going to do is just going to keep finding those threats and help you find areas where you can get assured and get that feeling of being certain again. It will be at brief moments of time. You'll finally feel that, you know, that feeling of certainty and like, Oh, okay. Like I'm finally, I finally settled, like I finally have full certainty around everything, Um, but it'll be pretty short lived because your brain's going to be like, oh, we like that. But here's some other stuff for us to go find um, and for us to dig up and fix so that you can be certain again. Um, It's going to be a chemical cocktail of adrenaline, anxiety, depression, racing thoughts and fighting your demons with those brief moments of finally finding certainty until the next uncertainty monster comes up for you. You got to suit up and you got to fight it. And so you're guaranteed a life full of uncertainty monsters to fight and problems to solve, but no actual realization of your dreams and deep goals because you just won't have the time or enough certainty to pursue them. So that's certainty. Let's talk about doubt and distrust. So doubt and distrust will help you fuel your desire for certainty because you don't trust yourself that you really did find certainty. You're going to have more problems to solve and monsters to slay to find that certainty. Because you don't trust yourself or others, lucky you, you won't have to do any trust fall exercises. You won't even engage with them to begin with because you don't trust them to catch you. You won't have to deal with other people or have the social anxiety of making new friends because you don't trust anyone enough to have good intentions, so you won't engage with anyone to start with. You can finally stay at home all the time and learn how to finally knit that giant blanket that you've just been dying to knit. And you'll be able to downside your life because of your distrust and your doubt and just keep your life nice and safe and packed perfectly under a rock. Sounds pretty good, right? And then you have these thoughts of what does it look like when you are running on doubt and distrust? Did you lock your car? Not sure. Go check one more time. Did you really write that your name on that essay paper or did you write someone else's? Ah, I can't remember. I don't trust that I wrote my name, so you should probably go back and check don't trust you really are acceptable enough, you should go find ways to make sure that you are. Did you say something mean to that person at the party? You're not sure, and you don't really remember the memory super well, but um, as far as you can think, you don't think you did, but you don't trust yourself that you did or didn't. So you're going to start calling everybody at the party to see if you did say something mean to someone. You don't trust you you or yourself or your other employees to do the job right, and especially your employees. And so you should probably go do all of the work that you've given to your employees yourself because you don't trust them to do it right. And after a long weekend of working on the employee's projects, you start to wonder if you really did it right personally. And so now that you start to wonder and you don't trust yourself that you did it right, you're gonna go back to work on Sunday just to double check and make sure that you did it right. So you can see here that the The intersection of certainty and distrust or doubt um, is fueling a lot of not very useful things here. Um, And so we're going to talk about the intersection of uncertainty and trust um, and how we can use both of those things to be helpful for us as we go and do the things that we want to do in our lives. And so, uh, like I said before, we are going to jump into the paradox of mental fitness and the valid adventure, and this paradox of uncertainty and trust. And so, although uncertainty and trust seem to be as opposite as the North and South Pole, it is the intersection of these opposites that combine to make a great team for building great mental health and experiencing the valid adventure of life. So, uh, we are constantly and, and consistently living in uncertainty. Life can be unpredictable, ever changing, and not assured that is guaranteed. Life is going to be uncertain. It is inevitable. And so instead of looking to run away from uncertainty and chase certainty, we are going to focus on learning how to swim in uncertainty. So when we are really struggling with our mental health, it is very strong possibility that our relationship with uncertainty is just weak. And I want us to look at it from that perspective of we're just weak. We haven't been going to the gym and we're just weak with lifting uncertainty. And so every time that uncertainty hits, we kind of freak out and do all these things to try and fix it. So it has been so useful for me to view my relationship with uncertainty as me needing to hit the uncertainty gym. And so I might not know how to lift uncertainty right now in various aspects of my life, which is pushing me to want to scramble for certainty and feel assured and get rid of all those difficult feelings and thoughts and things that are coming up around that uncertainty. But instead of thinking, oh, there's something wrong with me, or I'm broken, or I have a disorder, it's been so much more useful for me to look at it and say, hey, I'm just weak at this right now. It's my first day at the gym, and I'm just going to start learning how to lift these weights of uncertainty. So the areas of uncertainty for me may look different than the areas for you, but the general training program to get a good to get good at lifting uncertainty is the same. It's all just uncertainty. And so we're going to begin seeing the uncertainty as an opportunity to practice, 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 instead of solving for it and fixing it and overcoming it. We're going to learn how to practice, how to be a good swimmer in that uncertainty. We're going to practice learning how to lift those heavy weights of uncertainty in our lives. Um, and and so instead of, Solving, we're just going to practice those valued actions that we talked about and begin doing all the work to learn and build the skills to lift more uncertainty while we do the things we really want to do in life. So I'm going to go through that again, instead of solving for the uncertainty, we're going to practice the valued actions and begin doing the work to learn and build the skills to lift more uncertainty while we do the things we really want to do in our lives. So like we talked about earlier, when we were going through the intersection of certainty and doubt, um, driving for certainty, chasing certainty left us no time to do any of the things we actually wanted to do in our lives because we're so consumed solving all of the problems to finally be certain. There's so many uh, uncertain monsters out there that we're just fighting them all the time to finally just be in a place where we feel good enough to start doing the things we want to do in our lives. But the problem with that is we'll never have enough certainty to finally feel like we're ready to do the things we want to do. So we're going to learn how to swim through the uncertainty and develop those skills. Just like you would training your physical muscles, we're going to start training those brain muscles. So let's talk about trust. Trust is going to be the glue to this whole operation. You're going to learn to build your trust skills. Um, we, when we chase certainty, we are signaling to our brain that we don't trust ourselves to experience any thought or feeling. So we break that trust with ourselves over and over again. So whenever uncertainty comes up, And we have to go check and control on it or do something to try and fix it. We're basically showing our brains, hey, I don't trust myself to do this, to handle this, to experience life as a human being, to have emotions, to have any thought, to have the highs and the lows. And so we're going to go check on it. Uh, try and control it and do all these things. And every time we do that, it's, you're breaking trust with your brain. You're showing your brain that we don't trust ourselves. So the more we try to solve for uncertainty, to check, to control, and to reassure, we break trust with ourselves, basically showing our brain that we don't trust ourselves to experience life with all of its ups and downs. The only acceptable feelings and thoughts are those of certainty. And so we engage in all those behaviors to try and impose control while simultaneously breaking trust. And so you can see this kind of feedback loop here of you're trying to get control again and then you do, but then really what you're doing with that is you're showing your brain that you don't trust yourself. And so uh, if you're really struggling with your mental health or you're not doing any of the things that you want to be doing in your life, there's a strong possibility that you are uh, hanging out in this place of chasing certainty while simultaneously not trusting yourself. And it's causing, uh, it's a two-sided problem here that's causing your brain to just kind of fall into this pit of, I don't trust myself, and there's uncertainty everywhere. So uh, the world is a really scary, dangerous place for your brain at that point. So all of that broken trust and certainty chasing has pushed your brain into a pigeonhole of fear and protection. So in an effort to protect you, your brain is going, it doesn't have language. It doesn't speak English. It doesn't speak Spanish. It doesn't speak whatever language. It only speaks through your thoughts and feelings that it can give you and bodily functions. And so your brain's going to throw up more anxiety, more depression, racing thoughts, headaches, stomach aches, adrenaline, and anything else it can to try and warn us that there's something going on that is uncertain and scary, and we must do something to solve it because we don't trust ourselves. And so you can see our brain is just trying to communicate the best it can because it doesn't know better. It only knows based on our behavior and our behavior has shown it that one, we don't trust it. And two, that we have to have certainty. And so it's going to throw all of these really difficult things up. And what happened in the past is we react to all of those things and we hang out in the intersection of certainty and doubt. But now we're going to hang out in the intersection of uncertainty and trust. So applying valued actions in your life will naturally expose you to all kinds of uncertainty that you have been avoiding and chasing certainty for. So doing the things that you actually want to do in your life that you've been avoiding because they cause you all kinds of distress and everything else, those are going to be your exposures, right? So you're going to be stepping into these valued actions and doing things that expose you to the things that your brain is really scared. It's really scared about and it doesn't trust you. You don't trust it. You don't trust yourself to do anything. And so it's going to freak out and throw up all those really difficult feelings. So your brain is going to throw all those feelings and thoughts you hate at you to try and get you to chase that certainty. But this time it's going to be different. You now understand that you don't have a disorder or that something is wrong with you. You just have a mental fitness gym membership for the first time. You just got it. You got it today. In fact, if you're listening to this, you got your mental fitness gym membership today. Um, Congratulations. So now that you have it, you are new to the mental fitness lifting, but you're going to start now. You're going to start lifting the weights of uncertainty and begin giving trust to yourself again to show your brain that you can do this. So when you first start doing this, you're going to fail a lot because you've never done it before. You're doing something totally different. You're doing something completely opposite than what you've been practicing for a really long time. And so it's going to feel like you're failing a lot at first, but this is just like when you go to the gym for the first time, the lightest weights feel incredibly heavy and your form might be a little rough. Um, if you've ever taken a break from lifting or you've never lifted before, and it was your first time at the gym, you see all these people that are really strong and you're just like, wow, they must've, just gotten that overnight, or man, those guys took steroids for sure. Or whatever the thought is, you think, wow, they're just so far ahead of me. How did they, you know, become that strong? And really, for the most part, people just continue to go to the gym day after day. It's the compounding of of effort that's going to build those muscles of trust, and those muscles of learning how to lift uncertainty. And so you're going to go every day, you can go to the mental fitness gym every day. And that effort and work compounds, and a few months later, you're going to lift weights you've never thought you were able to do. You're going to go do the things you thought you'd never be able to do, and your brain's going to be there with you. And it's not going to be throwing up all these really uncomfortable feelings and thoughts because you are showing it that you can handle this stuff. But even if it did, even if your did your brain did throw up some uncomfortable feelings, some uncomfortable thoughts and things like that, that would be okay too, because you're just learning the skill of having any thought or feeling and being with your emotions, being with yourself and trusting yourself to handle any situation. And that means any situation, meaning if the situation goes really well or the situation goes really bad, maybe you get rejected and you feel deep feelings of rejection. That's okay. That is a very human experience. You get to feel those emotions. There's no reason for us to need to scrub those away or fix them or get rid of them or chase certainty around that rejection. Or you got a job promotion and you feel really good. You feel super excited. You're, you're excited about the future. You're taking on more responsibility and that's cool too. You get to experience that whole bandwidth of emotion and be there with that and with your brain to experience all of that. So, here are the valued venture tips for the intersection pillar of uncertainty and trust. One, uncertainty can become the door to opportunity or the pit of despair. You choose. Trust is first given. The benefits of trust, including confidence, are products of giving that trust first, not the other way around. Effort compounds each time you trust yourself to sit with uncertainty and choose valued actions a little longer. You're building your mental fitness. You don't see the results of one gym session in that day, but over time that effort compounds and you look back and see how far you've come. So that's it for today. That's the first pillar, the intersection between uncertainty and trust. Um, The next following two episodes are going to be going over the next two pillars of intersection in the valued adventure. So, for now in this week, explore, build, and create the things you want in your life. And we'll talk with you next time.
1: that get ya. So, come with me now and take this adventure. Stick with the process, me learning. Put on those crowns, my kings and queens, you deserve it. A minute. We begin it with the winner with the middle instrumental every little bit. We do for the middle coming through with the dividend, paying out like a rental. Everybody wants the pinnacle, but this spring game ain't that simple. Gotta put that time in, gotta polish things up to shine like diamonds. Tick tock, that clock gon' get ya, so come with me now and take this value adventure. Zach on the mic might be some things you don't like, just means you on the right track to understand the big picture. Ah.